0: Welcome, welcome to my lovely 5D collective, all of those of you who are living in the now. So the people who don't use the past to present the future, and those are only people who are emotionally mature, so the functional adults, the individuals who either are officially fully integrated brains and restorative embodied selves, or they Take being a human 101 very seriously. And my lovely mystics, of course, we're included with our lovely Claire's, which don't make us any more special than any other person, because neuroscience does explain our ability to be in the whole selflessness, timelessness, emo, not emotionless. No, that part, we look like emotionless to the people who do drama, but we're not uh, Effortlessness. And that's where 4D sits in fear and actually uses the past to predict the present and the future, and they really do a disservice to the collective. So, we move into richness because we actually don't sit in our nervous system and the survival mode. So, there's many different ways that we talk about this, and I want to start with one, there's no devil or demons uh, for 5D collective. We're beyond supernatural. Also, uh, we do know of people and the topic of childhood trauma. And on that note, I am a person who is a mature emotional adult. I don't have childhood trauma. I know of Patrick Tiahan who explains to me what a childhood trauma type person can work through when they're healing. So I also know what the adult person, emotionally speaking, of a person who will have had childhood trauma looks like and they don't cancel people uh, using, you know, the cancel culture, immature. And what I'm also trying to get to is they have a journey and it's with the good 5D mystics, holistics, that say, okay, we can work on your personal development together, but we also want to remember therapy because attachment wounds and trauma memory is very important and holistic alone might not be enough. We will know, however, together And that's because the 5D person, again, we have Claire. not because we're special. It's because we're human. And yes, Sadhguru, we love Sadhguru. He talks about spirituality. And yoga is a portfolio of ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises. And sitting in mindfulness helps you to use your frontal cortex, which begins to give you access to your higher adults. If you use it, uh, you might not use it and just sit and meditate. And that's okay because some people, they need that. You can see neuroplasticity works with the amygdala when your frontal lobes are squished down, which is what happens automatically when you're living life from a trauma safety behavior stance, which means your nervous system's in a fight-flight mode. Touch, cry, collapse, submit, please, appease. And so automatically by you being able to use eight hours of your day just in the yoga stuff will help you to get your frontal lobes or frontal cortex, basically back online. And therefore, at a certain point, if you want, you can... So all of these topics are very important. But what I was trying to point out specifically is I am not a therapist. I am a podcast host, a content creator, an online entrepreneur, consultant, a person who supports people to be their self. And if I notice that somebody needs additional support, I will share that with them. And if somebody is instead ego sensitive, which equals an adaptive child... Which equals emotional immaturity, which equals unresolved trauma potentially, and potentially also um, attachment wounds and a lot of other aspects that are serious business. However, that when a person who hurts other people doesn't actually take the hurt people, hurt people can do the work. uh, Yes, so they quote unquote, as Patrick Tihan points out, project. And actually, that's not a quote unquote, the weaponized part is quote unquote. They do project. So they will do what is it called? Uh, I did a lovely episode on that one. They will vilify an emotionally mature, self-empowered, unconsciously loving human being, 5D mystic or not, because when they see compassionate mirrors, they are not wanting to see their inner child. The defectiveness shame button of a person actually has their body react in a specific way. I've, I've been a witness to it. I just didn't know what to name it. And I also didn't feel like naming it because, you know, it's pretty sad when you're an unconditionally loving person to be vilified whether you're 5D mystic or not. So at the end of the day, I'm trying to say that I have compassion for people who have childhood trauma. I also know that the ones who are doing work are not going to be assholes. That's what I was trying to get to. And the ones who will, well, I have Patrick Tiahan to send them to or not because they're not going to be tuning in here. Since, again, it's about inspiring human potential. And I do try to make it clear, we do life-sensitive, not ego-sensitive children that need somebody to sell them shiny objects. And that's why also we don't do the halfway thing. I don't sell shiny objects. I sell nothing on these free episodes. And the paid subscription-based model content is optional for those who find value to be their adult self. Through the IHP content and our upcoming masterclass, and also there are the free main modules of the inner growth mindset and we don't do it halfway. So if you don't love humanity and being a human, I don't think you want to keep tuning in because if you don't love your own species, automatically I know you don't love yourself and that means you can't be yourself because you don't love yourself unconditionally. So you don't know Purusha or Prakriti and you won't maybe move into your enlightenment soul a Okay, so... Six minutes in, anybody who's not interested in being the best version of themselves and does not love themselves, they can, you know, scurry to the 4D who's going to sell you the life you wanted and a lot more. And that's about it. guru spiritual process means moving towards your liberation. No matter what the nature of your past or present is, there is a doorway for all. Yes, there is, guru Integration of the brain and restorative embodied self is purely bliss in fact it's ecstasy in your body so i sit in that ecstasy because it's my ventral vagal mammalian heritage nothing special just didn't say no to love didn't act like an asshole when people acted like assholes seriously this is this this simple i did have jesus i have to say jesus is the one who motivated me uh no not really i my heart was like wow so spot on because i feel this human suffering i don't even know How they don't know how beautiful they are, the way they are. So when you see beauty in every person, enlightenment, there's no pleasure, no pain, just nameless ecstasies. That's what a piece of expanding consciousness is. A three-year-old with Krishna Lila Shiva. And really, it's once we have no problem making mistakes, admitting them and correcting them, hardly any mistakes will happen. That's exactly it. And it's not unbridled self-expression. It's just a person being quirky. So we don't feel shame for unconsciously loving people. We don't feel shame when we meet people who feel ashamed about being themselves. We feel sad for them. And that's where that's for them to, again, look into. But like Patrick Tienhan says, not everybody looks into their stuff. So projection it is, and then they, quote- unquote, "the weaponization of their words. Uh, yes, there's not a sophisticated mind for those who are infinite, higher, human consciousness potential of themselves. That's the 5D mystics and functional adults, the ones who love to do inner growth mindset, it's called. That's what I like to call it. But it's also mindset and mindfulness. And I'm not going to talk about any of that right now. Let me move into our topic, which is going to involve how do we handle our lovely grown up relationships. So as I was trying to say, our community of functional adults, actually loves to chit-chat just like this uh, without any filters. We are, we're not worried about planting seeds. Nobody is taking care of anybody. We don't have children when we're talking to our friends. We have adults and the ones who want to have people who talk to them like children or be in a me group of sort, enmeshment. Yeah, they, they have plenty of 4D collective to go to. They're selling them snake oil right now. They're their little cheerleader. You should see how beautiful they are. They're all over the place, the little groups. They're they're so cute. So, okay, when you're in this 5D plane, you don't use the past, and you don't use human suffering. You know you don't have to actually go through human suffering. Uh, You can only, if you want, use your brain in a different way. And that's where it's by learning how to navigate, first of all, though, your nervous system. And here, let me use an article on Forbes by Nicole F. Roberts. She writes about global public health, behavioral science, and innovation. Emotional and physical pain are almost the same to your brain. Rejection hurts uh, whether you've been told no thank you for a job opportunity. Although the brain does not process emotional pain and physical pain identically, research on neural pathways suggests there is substantial overlap between the experience of physical and social pain. Yes, because as Ebony Wheel points out, shame is the social emotion, the social orienting emotion, and it shines a light like a prism through the different states of your own being and identity. So when a person's not uh, emotionally mature adult, so they haven't reached using their left and right mode all on their own or with the support so they don't know how to say wait a minute i don't need to feel this envy this jealousy this spite this shame this like i'm less when they feel the unhealthy self-worth i'm lesser than i'm superior they're like wait let me go to the healthy self-worth thank you tariel this is i'm a person they're a person this is what i'm going to feel in my body i'm going to feel i am this is the i am presence at the heart now if that's hard again Please look into childhood trauma and attachment wounds and good therapists will help you understand that. Personal development is part of that journey. But if this is challenging to feel worthy just by breathing and you really feel like more of a pit in your stomach and like, no, this is meaningless, that's a sign that there's a lot deeper stuff you're going to want to unpack. And that is going to be one unpacked in time because it might be overwhelming. So on that note, let me continue reading. Uh, the cascading events that occur in regions activating our brains and therefore reactions to the acute pain appear to be similar. Further, it seems the impact may not be limited to just how the brain processes the emotions and pain associated with rejection, but that real heartbreak can actually take a toll on your IQ. Yes, because our heart, as we've uncovered, we have three brains. It's our cerebral brain, our heart, and our gut. Because they have like these little neural networks. And so once you have a heartbreak, it kind of remembers things. So you're going to have to, if you want, of course, when you process any type of emotion. And so here's where your emotion regulation skills is not only about you allowing yourself to mature emotions, but you navigate your nervous system. So you rhythmically breathe, you pause, you shut the left brain up for a minute. You don't want to chit-chat or you just want to be quiet. For yourself for a minute and it doesn't mean no thinking no no you put your hand on your heart or actually there's a technique that i love because it activates your ventral vagal state you put your hand on your armpit one of them you put the other hand over the other arm and that's a hug and that activates your ventral vagal nervous system so once you do that though you want to be in silence with compassion because see compassion is what helps you to calm down and to move out of trauma Uh, generalization stereotypes and all that other stuff doesn't. So teenage land doesn't help you to actually emotionally regulate or move out of any of the shame cycle, inner critic, outer critic chatter. And anger actually has this thing called certainty. So then you're going to start honing in on negativity. They did it on purpose. I know they did. And that's called transference projection. And right here is why people who don't actually move into their adult self want to point fingers at those who are confident for real because we don't back off and say, what are you talking about? Uh, I don't think so, meaning we don't back down and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. We're more like, what? Oh, that's right. You think, no, well, huh, how can I explain this? Okay, so when people are super sensitive because they have no idea, and again, if it's serious, they don't know about good therapy. If it's not serious, they just watch movies and think it's okay to be projecting their adoptive child, which is rigid, harsh, and their group stuff to us. So we're going to be like, uh, yeah, I'm going to walk away now. So a 5D mystic does not use time. In fact, we have our lovely wise bird. Where is the wise bird? This is from Sadhguru. One of his beautiful stories. I love that story. The wise bird who teaches this hunter who actually falls for his trick. "Uh, I will teach you, he says, if you allow me to live... I will teach you three valuable teachings, and your life will be phenomenally rich, he says. So he tells him that he should never, the man, the hunter, should never listen to anyone. And he does this by tricking him, but we're not going to talk about the whole story. Two, you should never look back and regret anything from your past, yes. Because if you consciously chose, then you won't regret it. But obviously, if you unconsciously chose, this is when people regret and. People don't learn how to use their prefrontal cortex until they actually have a mature agenda, which would mean that, wait, I want to repair, I want to bring something to all, not the I'm going to prove I'm right, I am right, uh, they're wrong, I'm a badass, they're not, um, or what else, the self-bridled expression, let me control the situation in you, or let me vilify you because you're not actually on the side that I want you to be, oh, let me now withdraw or retaliate and then withdraw and you know, make it all about how awful you are. So once again, uh, the other, number three, never waste your energies and wisdom upon those who don't listen. So any adaptive child is actually in a survival mode, which is why their frontal lobes are going to be down. They're going to be using their brain in alert, 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 and they're not really responding or present. So they will have potential regret. It all depends if they have a group. So the ethical cults have plenty of groups. They all get together. Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 4D Collective, they're all you know, anointed and keys and all that good stuff. So they get to keep using their stuff, mysticism involved, all together and not learn about the heartbreak stuff in an adult way. So the adults learn that we don't actually have heartbreak. What I mean by that, I was a teenager. I am like, wait a minute, it's a muscle. Look at that, I can heal it. Oh, wait, it didn't even break. I felt an emotion is what it's called. Oh, yes, I forgot. So six basic emotions are what all people have. Our lovely human body, that is, unless you're thinking you're alien, but the reality is you're not. You're in an organic body, so I'm so sorry that you might think you're not emotional. Surprise, happiness, disgust, fear, sadness, and anger. Those are the six basic emotions. Now, we also have other emotions that Terry Real spells out when we're in our relationships, and we can share them with adult conversations, so joy, pain, anger, fear, shame, guilt, love, and again, remember that shame only for those who still have it. Uh, You want to identify it and let yourself know what healthy self-worth is, which means there's nothing that you should be ashamed of, unless you did do something that you feel ashamed of, of course, and that's sad. But if you did, you know what you can do is that you can say you're sorry and repair and you can mean it and then you don't do it again. So that's the part of where it's not just like, hey, I'm sorry, and then I go and do it again. No, it's, hey, you know what, I have this really bad habit, and I'm really trying hard to work through it, and uh, here's what I'm doing to work through it, and so I'd love to figure this out. Can you help me with my compulsive patterns, whether it's drugs, sex, alcohol, food? Those are those addictive patterns that people who have insecure attachment styles and or attachment wounds, they will know about when they take their mental, physical, and emotional health seriously as a human being. So when they take being human seriously, and they, oh yes, also take their relationships seriously. So they want to invest in their relationships long term. So their amygdala actually is interested and values long term relationships. So if, if they're interested in their humanity, and so if they're tapping into their nature, which is love, compassion, again, uh, we all are that, by the way, the mammals, which you all are, even if you're Ventral vagal state is not as engaged as you usually could make it engaged. It's still a possibility. All life is a potential, by the way. Yeah, there's nothing that stops you from being able to get good therapy and knowing how to become the best version of yourself, which really is the Purusha Parakriti of yourself. So they all, therapists, have said uh, being a whole body and a mind, enlightenment and just alignment is your actual, um, what do they call it? It's your... Homecoming, no, there's another word they always use. It's your divine like gift. I forget, but they make it in a whole word. You know, that's your divine gift to be this. So your body will have known in one moment or time this uh, lovely restorative self. And when it doesn't, the hell is in your body. So it's very sad when people have shamed effectiveness because they have heartbreak, gut wrench, again, torn apart. It's really sad. Their body is torture. And if they get good therapists, their body won't be tortured. But the therapists have to negotiate them because it's to walk up a ladder of burning ladders. Again, doesn't justify when they're vilifying unconditionally loving people, but we get it. That's why when we see nasty, we're not going to be like, let me hurt you because they're already hurting inside. Somehow we're like, you know what, you're really hurt. And I wish that I could heal your heart for you. And I will let you know you're lovable just the way you are. And I will tell you that. And that way maybe you'll be able to feel it in your body. And that's the part where unfortunately sometimes that just makes it that much worse because they don't want to feel unconditionally love because they feel fear and they feel a lot of overwhelm and they don't know how to speak the words of I'm overwhelmed right now. And so they don't know how to do direct communication. They will therefore gaslight, manipulate, ghost, shoot out some random bullshit, whatever, not say anything. Here's casual, casual betrayal, quote unquote, it ain't betrayal. So I've met plenty of actual immature, unfortunately speaking, people. I say unfortunate for them, not for me. And this is where the heartbreak wasn't. Heartbreak It was more like, wow, that's sad. And as I grew up, I learned how to know that not all egos know how to be their adult version. That's all. And I was reminded, in fact, of this. As always, you're going to be reminded of this, thanks to life. And that didn't diminish, and it doesn't diminish the 5D, anything, because Purusha Parakriti. We're pieces of consciousness. So Love is the answer, and heart is a muscle. And we learn, in fact, how to recalibrate our hearts and our brains and our gut to restorative embodied self. It's really amazing. Oh, so as I was saying, for people who have childhood trauma, there's good therapists. When they tell me this is hard, Marie, I say, you know, I'm going to leave it alone. But to my community on podcast, I'm going to say, go to Patrick Tiahan or go read Bessel van der Kolk. As I said, I, I don't have childhood trauma. I have a restorative embodied self. So I'm sharing a human experience, my experience with those who want to achieve it. And those who can't or don't want to or have some words about it, good therapy is my answer. Not even yoga. Even though yoga will help. Bezel van der Kolk uses yoga because that way the mind's busy and you don't actually have to feel the overwhelming sensations which are unbearable. So if you can't sit with your body, that's a very sign of dysregulation, potential modulation. Because you're not handling your right brain stuff with your left brain and saying, hey, calm down, you're having an exchange. Thoughts are thoughts, they're not facts. Feelings are feelings, they're not facts either. So your brain's not going to be objective, open, or, in that other word, observer, uh, you're actually thinking that my words are actually like tangible in some way. They're not, they're, they're just words. So they're words that mean something, but to the people who it resonates with, who want to become their 5D Mystic functional adult not the ones who don't want to they don't have to you don't have to you can be 4d You can be other soul age groups. You can stay adaptive child. You can stay with the unresolved trauma Transgenerational trauma. There's plenty of people that do the traditional cults They also go to the culty cults You should see the ones who follow the ones who are enamored with themselves and they put them on pedestals and they let them these people treat them like I'm not even going to say the word because anytime I see that I'm like whoa You have really low self-esteem let me not be around you because the minute that somebody shames you is the minute I don't even know which way your flag is going to go because that's what low self-esteem equates. Codependent relationships, people who go wherever it is that they will be treated the most shittiest because they think they deserve it because the emotional body is not something that they will have connected. Also, they will be used to that. that The familiarity is treat me like shit because I'm a piece of shit. So it's sad. That's not part of our relationship. So when somebody says, treat me like shit, we don't do that. Which is why when somebody does nasty, we don't be like, let me be nasty back. The Zen masters, 5 D mystics. And functional adults. We're compassionate people. So we know how people use words. Because words are just words. Thoughts are just thoughts. They don't mean anything except for that. We're not going to be like, oh my gosh, they just did something wrong. No, they, they just express their subjective experience with me. Hmm, vilification, interesting one. We thank people that get to help us to get here because, of course, it's an exchange, the rainbow of colors of life, and really it's because we didn't have the good empirical data people way back when talking about the truth about humanity, which is our nature's love, but we already knew it. That's what the 5D knows, is that humanity is awesome, and those who are not awesome yet, it's because they have hell in their body, and we hope they find all of them a good therapist. So... When you find a good therapist, or you take ownership and accountability of your own emotions, your own brain, so your own thoughts, your own mouth, your own words, and you take accountability about being yourself, like a grown-up though, not a teenager, once you grow up, you get to get to your prefrontal cortex, get to learn how to speak to people versus get all personal about it. This is the spirituality process. It's straightforward. Sadhguru talks about it. As a guru, I talked to you about it as a human. Enlightenment, so age but it's really fun. It actually has the depth of emotion. Again, ecstasy. It is really sweet. And even sweeter not to be in the middle of the mountains. Because you know, there's no people to tangle with in the mountains. So let's see. The whole according to research study immediately. So there's an immediate drop in reasoning by 30% and in IQ by 25%. Thus, a broken heart really does hurt, and it really can take a while to heal. Well, that depends on the person. But remember, the average person, apparently, they all have insecure, emotional teenagers. Because See, the childhood trauma, again, put them to the side because it's not just the teenager. We got the teenager who's pissed at the young one, so they're going to have auto-destructive tendencies. They're going to have compulsive behaviors that involve drugs, alcohol, sex, food, all that the movies make look cool, but they're not. So they're living misaligned lives, but they do all the yoga they want, but they're still, you know, doing whatever else. And then you'll notice it because of how they treat each other like shit. They talk about energy vampires, dark auras, you name it. They're talking about meat eaters, conspiracies, there's loonies all over the place. And so, yeah, for those people and an area of those who don't have the childhood trauma, that really needs attention. But, you know, again, the people who are getting it, they're getting it and you can find them online doing great things. They're inspiring other people. They're, in fact, telling them to be very wary of the ones who shiny objects sell them. I'm so happy that they're out there. So we join them too, the 5D mystics. We say, look, we're not doing shiny objects, but we do do holistic stuff and it's really fun, but we get it, woo -woo lady here gets it, go to the good therapist, I'll give you a list of them, and then when you want, you can come have additional bonus in life with Reiki, or Tarot, or Akashic Record Readings, those are my favorite, well, I like all of it, actually, and mindfulness, and coaching, and any type of mindset that you want, because mindset is everything, with your therapist, you'll even get to figure out other stuff, so... Okay, what's going on in your head and heart? Because humans are social creatures by nature, heartbreak loss and feelings associated with being left out are particularly difficult to process for the people who have attachment insecurity. I want to be seen uh, so that I can be sued, so that I can be safe, so that I can be secure. And those are the people who are not yet in 5D. 5D means I see myself, I soothe myself, I am safe, I am secure to be the quirky person that I am. And that's why we have fun. And that's why it's not difficult for us to actually process any of our emotions because we're using our left and right brain together as the emotions arise. So the emotions are not wounds that are invisible. They're not anguish. They're not distressed. And they're not stressful or difficult to understand or explain to our peers because we actually know what it means to be a human. And social rejection from anyone will actually, whether online or in person, be something that we know how to handle with our words because again we decide to talk about things with our loved ones because it's okay to be a person since we are emotional that's the whole point okay so research out of the university of michigan suggests that not only does the brain process rejection like it does physical injury but that personality traits such as resilience are vital to how we process pain The brain's natural pain-killing response varies between humans, with some releasing more opioids during social rejection than others, meaning that some have a stronger or more adaptive protective ability. When mu opioid is released, there is a trigger in two areas of the brain. One, the amygdala, processes the strength of the emotion, and the other, the pregenual cingulate cortex, determines how your mood changes because of the event. Therefore, the more opioid released, the greater reduction in pain and possibly a greater experience of pleasure when someone feels that they've been socially accepted or validated. Similar to results from physical pain studies, researchers also found that the anterior cingulate cortex and the right ventral prefrontal cortex were more active when feeling loss or exclusion, and the greater one's anxiety, the greater the activity in the ACC. However, a systematic review published in Brain Imaging and Behavior concluded that the neural network for Psychological pain includes the thalamus anterior and posterior cingulate cortex, the prefrontal cortex, cerebellum, and parahippocampal gyrus, suggesting that there is a deeply complex and interconnected series of regions that process and express pain. I need to look at that one a little bit closer. So as you can see, we are definitely always working through stuff. Okay, enough about that article, although this is interesting. I had forgotten about it. What I'm going to share, independently from, obviously, every person has their own way of processing emotions. We know that. When you're a person who takes your emotions seriously, you are able to process them seriously as well. And that's why the community of 5D mystics that are in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group get to chit-chat like functional adults about anything that takes place. So, while the 4D community, 3D community, and the other soul aid groups keep learning about their self mentally and emotionally from each other through their shame buttons, through their unresolved trauma, attachment wounds. People who get good therapy, they are with us on a beautiful journey all together. The ones who don't do therapy, they're watching the movies and saying life is a certain way and they get to do all that other growing up with others, okay? So those people will define emotional stuff like that article was. And they're going to use the data to say, no, no, see, here's why you have to go through human suffering. And we'll say, you know what? Thanks for your subjective life experience. <laughs> we don't have the same way of handling what you just handled, but I understand why you would want to mesh. Uh, you're probably drive driven by belonging or bonding, and I'm not bonding with you the way you'd want me to. So you want a codependent type group The ethical ones are over there. They're they're good. But culty cult, I'd leave them out because you got one person who loves themselves a little too much and really should be on an equal plane. But then again, who am I? If you don't have healthy self-worth and you think you're inferior to somebody else and you want a leader to look up to, you know, there's your leaders over there. Okay, so yeah, 5D mystics, we're like, whoa, look at all those people following that leader. Huh, okay, what are they having? Oh, that's right, the flat earthers. They got that in common. What about those groups? That that group has that. So, when we're on the other end of the spectrum, it's a beautiful globe. Let's talk about our relationships. When it comes to people, we're very much open to talking about how different attachment styles get together. So, when you have a secure person and they're handling, let's say, avoidant. The avoidant attachment person they actually are disconnected. Then we got the anxious. They are preoccupied. So They get all very scared. Fearful avoidant does a little bit of everything. And so they're all inconsistent in the ability to be specifically present emotionally and like grown-ups. And so that means that sometimes we'll have areas that we're handling all on our own. Because we know they won't handle it because they will have shown how they won't. They can't. Uh, The avoidant withdraws, the anxious gets too clingy. The fearful avoidant comes in and out between clingy, not clingy, ghosting, not ghosting. So once inconsistency is presented enough times, we just know, okay, they're not going to be able to handle any situation. So we're going to create a secure connection. That way we can share those important moments in life. But obviously we're not going to create an in-depth connection because in-depth requires us to be able to actually count on each other to lift each other up it doesn't happen when you have to do the human suffering bit because your nervous system isn't in your own peripheral view so when you're emotional you're not able to actually present the raw emotion to a person and the raw data and process it with them so what does this mean okay so i'm going to give you an example because functional adults we have emotions oh we got plenty of them of course we do (laughs) that's the whole point we're humans so we will have deep emotion oh you should see when i get emotional between the it's not anger i don't call it anger but oh when that one comes in it's powerful um and sometimes there are still moments where i'm reactive yes i actually always apologize when that happens so we have just as many triggers And as many deep emotions, we just don't do it in the way of uh, charge. We don't do it in our fight-flight. We know how to be in our ventral vagal. That's why it's deep. As my somatic teacher called it, quote-unquote, the angry Buddhist. We're just not Buddhists, all of us. Some of us are actually Catholics or Christians or... We know that, you know, some day maybe we'll be asked to leave because we're Reiki practitioners, but that'll be the day when we'll be like, I'm so sorry that you don't know what Jesus spoke of, but I accept your request and hand you over whatever you want because that's exactly what we would do. We would not be offended. Why would I be offended by the ancients? They are still living in the ancient time. Apparently, the scientific methodology means zero to people that apparently think of themselves as educated in some way, shape, or form through their brain. I I don't know how that happens because I would think they'd know what year it is. And, you know, it is what it is. Energy is energy. It's not owned by anyone. Belief system is a belief system. Owning energy seems kind of ridiculous when you have physicists looking into it. But then again, there's a lot of different areas of interest. It makes a lot of sense that people will have different ways to perceive and present that food for thought. So that's the nice thing about functional adults is we can have all types of conversations, religious, societal, political, you name it. Oh, we talk about the globe and here's where. So when we're thinking about, um, I'm going to use an example. So besides the emotional part, our adult friends don't actually be like, oh my God, the world is coming to shit and everybody, oh my God, I hope, I hope humans make it. Maybe, maybe they won't make it. Okay, yeah, no, we don't actually feel that way. You know how many times I've had to work with myself personally, because at a certain point, I'm like, okay, all these people seem to think humans are shit. They seem to think world's always going down. To fucking hell. Apparently, nobody can do anything right. I'm not really sure <laughs> why these people even bother talking about anything because uh all they have in their mouth is criticism. And they say, Well, all you have in your mouth is not. And I'm like, Well, at least I have hope for real. You seem to just be using the same pieces over and over and over again. I might be boring because I repeat some things, but you're boring to me because you repeat the same things too. So when we are seeing a situation instead of doing what the average person that is not yet an optimized version of a human being, so they haven't mastered integration of the brain, they haven't mastered their restored embodied self. Again, the people who have childhood trauma, please put them to the side because they have a journey with a good therapist and or more. They obviously do personal development. They get to choose. Now, put to the side the groups that we know need financial backing we need to update our system so put to the side all of whatever if you're i mean honestly i i try to make pretty clear that if you don't believe in humanity don't tune in but i always need to try and make sure i get people to understand what i'm saying so we know that we're here for tomorrow we're we're actively proactively actually handling it that's why we don't live in the past unlike again the people who do the human suffering bit, we we live in the now, we're able to sit in the present, in the present with our brains, our physical human brains, we know what the past, we know it, we know it, we just don't limit our potential, we don't like to limit, because you know, that sounds like you're not trying hard enough when you talk about sacrificing, yeah, I would say that you're not trying hard enough, we we trust in the brilliance of the minds of all the people who try to use their brains and the mind. So that's where REM, neurobiology, it it has helped us evolve. It it continues to help us evolve. So those of us who do enter flow state, we are, again, selflessness, timelessness, and in our effortlessness, we don't have the fear because we did learn how to master and we do continue to learn this. Again, you have paid subscription-based model content for anybody who's interested in emotions, skills, emotion building skills, and experiencing relationships, minus the drama, especially my 5D mystics, your oversoul, it's really fun to have clairs, you know, really fun, so uh, there's that, and our upcoming community, IHP community master class, so again, very fun to know how to be emotionally an adult, and this is the ecstasy in the body of the enlightenment, so age group person, And when we're presenting equations to people, we're not going to be like, oh, the mistakes of the past will have to be made. Although we do know that there is a repeat. But because we're in 5D, so here's the biggest difference that the 4D seems to have not picked up on. And I did try to tell my 4D friends, all of them, to this day, I still try. But apparently, again, they're the ones who are like, no, but human suffering, you just don't see suffering. No, I see suffering. I just see that you're not... Understanding what I'm explaining to you, but that's okay. We don't all have to think for the future because it's not here yet, anyway. So, we work not with the people who limit their consciousness or humanity's consciousness. So, when we see anything that is happening, we're going to know of the opportunity. And in fact, the 5D collective immediately will see the relationality of elements that are playing a role and how they support to dismantle something, but it isn't in a way that is going to be noticeable by the 4D. because The 4D talks about dismantling and what events take place as if they need to be some drastic tower moments. They're like, ah, oh, the future is going to be, da. They're talking about this dismantling stuff as if it's like, you know, just a lot of, sensationalization, okay, versus actually walking with the path of evolution, I don't even know how to say it, but so when you're in the now, you're able to walk in the path of the now, okay, and so you don't see any scientific methodology as a threat, you don't see any of our ancients as a threat, you love spirituality, we bring spiritual, so all these subject matters, biology, physics, neuroscience, We don't talk about people who don't want to hear about our concepts of beyond supernatural, meaning we respect people who stay within their religious institutions. That's why we have the ethical cults and the culty cults and the traditional cults. Those who want to stay with their silverback leaders, they're going to stay. The codependent relation, they're going to stay to whatever they're doing. They're not going to mingle and tingle. We don't go and say you can't be. No. We sit and chit-chat with the knowingness of, wow, tomorrow's going to be a great day. So, when something happens, and I'm going to use an example. Um, I've been trying to get to the example. When something happens that others see as drastic, the person who's 5D sees already what it's brought. That isn't drastic. It's a difference, but it's a difference that actually fills immediately... The um, newness that is needed. And you know, I'm going to say this. I forget. There are many times I've forgotten, as I share with you all, chit-chat, that we are always where we're meant to be. And I, fr- I forget this in my body, in Maria's body, in my brain. Because it is very fascinating to be able to be in the knowing and the known and now to silence all and then to just sit and allow yourself to not participate with anything because we like to be participating. We like to be proactive. But also there are areas. So I'm finishing up to master my physical plane personally and then enter a complete relationship with the sphere of Akash and consciousness. And I can sense as it gets closer per, for me personally. So when you are embodying your purpose, your life, and that's just you being yourself, but let me read one of lovely Guru's quote because I didn't get to read this one to you, success does not come from the alignment of your stars, but from proper execution and commitment to fulfilling your purpose, above all, to be well aligned within. You are aligned within your body when you're in a restorative embodied self because your mind and body are now friends and your integration of the brain is what that alignment equates as well, which means you have your left and your right communicating, all hands on deck, and your default mode network is downregulated, which means you feel safe with all people. So if you're talking to somebody who's being an asshole to you, doesn't matter what asshole they are. You're not reactive. Your body is at ease. You have healthy self-worth. You have emotional intelligence, you have mental intelligence, you have the ability to be, I'm a person, they're a person. The subjective experience is their nervous system isn't impacting yours, and that's probably something you'll notice if you're intuitive. I usually will have to recalibrate depending on what circumstance I'm dealing with, or if it's personal, because that's where, as I said, we all have personal. So there are moments where, for me, I have one experience, I'll never forget There are a couple of times and more that um, I had this putting into practice how to accept potential rejection by somebody that I love. And I was like, wow, I'm getting to put this into practice. It's so awesome. So we will notice when we're putting into practice our ability to regulate our emotions because it's the nervous system and then our ability to regulate our mind So that left and right and to sit and to continue rhythmically breathing to try and calm that heart and then keep on, you know, uh, allowing ourselves to just keep chit-chatting and we get to keep doing that. And that's the most beautiful part of why we love having 4D friends, 3D friends, other Soul Age Group friends for the Enlightenment Soul Age Group because if we had one person in our life and they were the exact same vibration and the exact same everything as us, quote unquote, meaning that we weren't different, which doesn't really happen. I have an identical twin, but I'm just saying we wouldn't want that. How are going to have an exchange with something that's the exact uh, of anything? So long story short, when we're presented with a situation that's happening on our lovely plane, we don't look at it as something that is destroying we look at it for what it is. It is an event that will have automatically been dismantled and is bringing forth already a new. And so getting used to the new energy for 5D mystics and functional adults is not hard because we don't do it with our fight-flight. We're not destabilized in our nervous system because we know how to regulate it, though. So we're aware of our body, and we're aware of our gut, heart, mind, first of all, as a person. So that's why you're aware of your... Heart body, valley body, physical energy slash emotional nervous system slash then your mental. Okay, so you don't spend one day for a 5D person in the illusion land. 4D, 3D do. Others uh, still age of 4D, 3D. Once they get to their oneness consciousness, it would be a mature person who can say, yeah, I got opinions and I'm going to put them to the side. A person who is their infinite higher human consciousness potential doesn't have prejudice. They have opinions they don't condemn. They don't shame, blame, fault, revenge. They don't use the past to create the future. In fact, they will know my subjective experience is only one out of many. So again, functional adults, no ego-sensitive people. So we don't see a potential quote-unquote threat as a threat. If it's a physical situation, we know that it is a physically destabilizing situation, and that's tragic, meaning we want to maintain as much calm as possible, which, by the way, means we need leaders who know how to be in equanimity, which we don't have a load of them. I'm hoping Sadhguru gets on top of that, as I know he has began a leadership consciousness course, and I'm very grateful. I also know the neuroscientific community does, but I don't see yet The majority of people in leadership positions having this level of emotional intelligence. I don't see a quantumist all over the place. Otherwise, pretty sure our environment and economical, all this stuff would not be in the shape it's in. And because not of the whole heart, people think heart means that somehow they'd be spitting roses out of their butts. No, no. A person who's actually responsive knows how to use their brain, the prefrontal cortex, that is. So, person who's using the neuroplasticity for their amygdala is a person who's using their survival mode. Now, I do know, again, about people who want silverbacks. Some of us, we know the difference. We don't want a silverback. We like to have what are called adults, emotionally, because they are the ones that are not reactive. And the ones who are, for their own brain structures reasons, not Reactive is a different story, and they just don't have a nervous system that goes into this anxiety mode, which is you know nice. I have panic attacks, so yeah, I don't like when my nervous system gets dysregulated, but I learned how to easily bring it back home. And now, here's where when you meet people who don't like the fact that you can say it was easy for me and they don't understand that's a subjective experience and they yell at you, quote unquote, or They're like, whoa, but you have everything. How do you have panic attacks? You you know, you just laugh inside. You're like, wow, I'm so amazed by the adaptive children out there. These are not people with childhood trauma. These are just random people who don't know that some of us have the ability to build emotion regulation skills because we chose to from our body when people like that did shit like these people do. And we learned to not say anything unkind, like the ugly duckling song. If you can't say something nice, say nothing. Take a bit of good advice. I was taught to be polite. I learned it. And then I learned how to emotionally work with love. Because when people do shit like that, it's like, wow, okay, I don't know if I should tell you that what you just said makes it sound like you want it to be hard for me. So are we competing? Or it, like, which one is it? Oh, but wait, you didn't even hear your tone. Because you're not paying attention to it. I know when my tone, sometimes, not always, but I've been trying to pay more attention. And I do know when it gets into my three-year-old with my mother and twin. It's not a nice tone. That's our ventral vagal nervous system that regulates our tone. Or your nervous system in general regulates your tone. So on that note, functional adults, we have a good time because our three-year-old is a Krishna Lila Shivankali baby. And we don't have the uh, three-year-old that was not in a safe home. When we meet a three-year-old that was not in a safe home, we we don't actually engage in any way, shape, or form, except for with the compassion and, if we must, with a level of distance. It all depends on how the engagement and interaction go. And so on that note, again, functional adults, 5D mystics, and the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, when we get together, we see a beautiful future and we see everything that works in a certain way and how it works perfectly. Because we are in alignment with our own Purusha Prakriti. And as that, we know we don't have to do. We are, and we create a co-collective that knows we're here to protect the future. All together. And unless an asteroid hits us, we're good to go. So, let's get our... Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. na, 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 na. na. All the people who love to be a human and who do love tomorrow, please join us again. Oh, and there's a telegram group. Please, mystics and functional adults, join us. I am looking to have those who do not use the past or the uh, imagination land either. We don't want flat earthers or people who think they're keys or entities. No, No, I don't need 4D collective. I love you all, but you got groups somewhere. We're human beings, human 101. So integration of the brain is straightforward. I want to support people who want to move into their being the self as a adult, as a person. And then um, with your relationships, that's the part that supports you to get out of that uh, trauma and attachment wounds. And if we need therapists, we got plenty of them out there. I'll reach out to Patrick Tiahan or I'll just send you over to him. He is a therapist. He has a group and he's great. And then all the material. So we do real stuff. And as for obviously the mystic, that's real stuff too. But again, minus the thinking of it as supernatural with some kind of, uh, just the way the forty does it, okay? And we'll be talking a little bit more about that. It's important to share that all people are here and have a journey. And on that note, in fact, not everybody moves easily into restorative embodied self because it's their choice when they have dysregulated, modulated, to know that the hell is in their body and that the charge is in their body. And that it's not the external. So they will have the opportunity to choose. It's my relationship to the external. It's my actual... Where Sadhguru? another one of his quotes, was on the aspect of it's not you. Oh, well, This one nice. Nothing in life is a problem. Everything is a possibility. Yep. Ecstasy is not just the quality of an individual. It is the quality of nature itself. In this culture, we say Brahmananda which means that the entire creation is ecstatic. That is true for those of us who are 5D mystics and enlightenment soul age group people. Others are still getting here. While karma is your bondage, if you handle the right karma can also be the stepping stone to your liberation. That's for people who move beyond, yes, their unresolved trauma and attachment wounds. Regardless of who you are, or of who or what you are, there is something with. And every human being that always wants to be more than what you are right now, that's not for those of us who are who we want to be. And in fact, that's the part. Once you can accept that you are who you are and that it's beautiful, just because there's not another person that's like you, but to have this, if you are all-inclusive, life happens. If you are exclusive, only your psychological drama happens. For this to happen... It is about you being able to create relationships that are joyful, and the first one is within yourself, and that's why it's important to know about good therapy for those who have a little bit more of a challenge. But to get upset at somebody who can easily move out of a panic attack, for example, that's actually why a person could notice, wow, wait a minute, I just got upset at a person for no reason, except for they have an easy time, it's something that I don't. They were reactive because they were reminded of how they feel and they felt helpless. That didn't mean, though, that they had to use that tone or that way. So this is why, again, 5D mystic won't be doing much when we get this type of adaptive child because they're harsh, unforgiving, rigid. They don't notice their manners and a lot more. Once your relationships are about sharing your joy rather than extracting joy out of someone else, you will have a wonderful relationship with everyone or wonderful relationships with everyone. And I am going to go find that other quote before we go because it was a really good one. Here it is. People around us can only create situations. How we experience them is always generated by us. Also, the fundamental priority in life has to be life itself, not the accumulation of things and people, not social or psychological drama. These are all very straightforward for those of us who are functional adults. Like Patrick Tiahan says, you cannot raise your vibration, live in abundance, or manifest your way through childhood trauma. And as he does point out in this share... It's very important to know about the importance of good therapy and codependent coaching, codependency coach, the competent ones to work with your inner child and your trauma about why, for example, you choose unavailable people or there are aspects that, uh, you know, aren't taking place. As he says, Reiki and holistic practices do help to raise that energy, but they are not the right tools for trauma. Because trauma is something that is, one, relational. So understanding your family of origin, that's you understanding your karma stuff. And moving into dharma is you using your brain to do inner growth mindset stuff. So likes, dislikes, doing dharma means equanimity. And that's why together we're like, oh, that's my subjective experience. They treated me in a certain way, but I know it's okay because they're in the emotion, not me. And I don't need to be pointing out. Plus, they're stressed out. Why? Because I'm a human. I know how stressed out, what it means. That's the Zen Masters. It's just a person who knows what it's like to be emotional. But like a grown-up means we're not like, no, but you didn't do this for me. You didn't. So that's why functional adults, we have fun. And we also have fun talking about the future because the future is going to be good and dandy. And those who want to focus on it with pain and suffering, they got their groups. So I hope again that you come back for more and stay tuned for a lovely IHP Community Masterclass. Have a great day.